Guys, good Thursday afternoon. I'm Jerry Miller. Thank you kindly for joining us on the I Love Seville show, downtown Charlottesville, the Macklin Building, our studio on Market Street, right in the center of town. A um, couple of tidbits I want to get out of the notebook first before we have some fun today on the I Love Seville show. My wife sent me this information. My wife, very much in the know. A new vineyard is opening in Crozet. Fallen Tree Vineyard. Fallen Tree Vineyard is opening in Crozet. The expectation in 2024 for Fallen Tree Vineyard. Exciting. Um, You wonder at the point where you get saturation, but don't believe we're at that point yet. The wine enthusiast recognition for top wine region in the world further drives interest into um, wine and winemaking and vineyard and winery operations. There's certainly some uh, appeal or je ne sais quoi of owning a vineyard or winery. Not easy work by any means. In fact, what work is easy? We view in on a two-shot on that. I also have a couple of other items that I want to get to. What work is easy, Judah? Uh, is your mic on? Uh, Multiple people saying your mic's not on, Judah. Yeah. Are, are you on now? All right, good. I get the volume knob um, up. Holly Foster, thank you for that, among others that are saying it's on. So you're ready to rock and roll. You were making a good point there. What work is easy? I mean, would you say doing the podcast is easy? Uh, At times it is. Uh, I think there are also times when it's challenging. I think uh, coming up with topics can often be a challenge, but uh, um, I think... What a lot of companies do and uh, the best companies do well is, um, how do I put this? Um, they, I think they, they codify the uh, processes, uh, which makes it, <clears throat> makes it easier for anyone to do. So, for instance, uh, putting down best practices in a book so that, uh, so that the next guy that comes along has, a, has an easy uh, guide to how best to do a particular job. Yeah, and I mean, it, a perfect example of that is a franchise. Yeah. It may have taken a lot of time to get to the right point where, where those things all mesh well and um, create a, you know, a well-oiled machine. But once you get to that point and you can pass that information along quickly and easily to, a, you know, say, a new team member, um, it makes things... I think, run better for everyone. Stephanie Wells-Rhodes watching the program. She says, circling back on yesterday's show, I do not agree with Dave Matthews not being on the celebrity list. <laughs> he is from this area and is probably our biggest local celebrity. I just wanted to share this. I'm responding. I mention this live on air. Dave not being on our top five list of celebrities, we base that on primary residents. His primary residence is not Charlottesville. 
currently. If we included Dave, and I think Dave certainly is um, the most, I mean, his celebrity profile is off the charts. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a house in Orange County in the area as a farm and is often in Orange County, Virginia at his farm. Is it in Somerset, viewers and listeners? Would we have Dwayne The Rock Johnson ahead of Dave Matthews? I mean, I would think The Rock right now could run for president and have a very good chance of winning the White House. You agree or disagree with that? That's a tough one. Uh, I'd certainly think he'd make a better candidate than than the two are probably going to get. But I mean, uh, if you had to handpick somebody that would get many in the community voting for him or her, he's got to be up there on the top of the list. Just because of his, just because of his celebrity. I mean, Ronald Reagan was a movie star before he was voted president. That's true, but that was a very different time. How so? I mean, that was, what, 40 years ago? That was, there wasn't social media, the way, especially not the way there is today. Um, he was a movie star in a very different era than Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a movie star. Yes, but why, uh, why different, though? I mean... I mean, the terrifying thing is if Kim Kardashian runs for president, she probably wins presidency. Oh, That's know. terrifying. You really think that, though? I do. You don't, don't think so? I don't think there are enough. Uh, enough. I'm going to. Uh, You're going to date yourself. Restrain here. my tongue, and not say what I'm thinking of saying. But I think I don't think there are enough people so enamored of celebrity that a celebrity would win just on just on those votes. Excuse me, Donald Trump. But Donald Trump won on a platform of celebrity status. But it wasn't just He wasn't a politician. Status. He no, was a celebrity. That's fair. He, he, was, he was this era's version of Ronald Reagan. He had okay. a profile and celebrity status that he utilized to win the White House. But he also had, he also had a platform. I would, I would hope that... I, I'm pretty sure... I mean, Joe Biden, a career politician. Trump hadn't held office prior to being voted president. Yeah. Trump best known for what? The tagline "You're fired." What Trump was Tower? Uh, you, you think he was best known for Trump Tower real estate development or the show The Apprentice? I'm curious of you viewers and listeners. Stephanie makes the point that Dave both. Matthews grew up here, where The Rock did not. It's a very good distinction. I think that is a great point. That's a very good distinction. And I would personally keep uh, Dave Matthews on there. I mean, he's not associated with anywhere other than Charlottesville. But how do you keep Dave Matthews on there and not include Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Is it based on the caveat that Dave Matthews grew up here? Yeah, and spent a large portion of his life and I believe still is at least part owner of a, of a vineyard here. Yeah, Blenheim. Ronald Reagan. Yeah. This is from Carol Thorpe in the Jack Jewett District. Ronald Reagan also served as governor of California before he was elected president. He did not go straight from being a movie star with no government experience. Very well said. Yeah. Carol Thorpe, thank you for that distinction. We appreciate you. Donald Trump, no government experience. What That's was true. Donald Trump best known for before he was voted president? I would say it's The Apprentice. You would say real estate development? No, I mean... I, I, 
I was just stating that that was another thing that he was well known for. I wasn't saying that it was more well known than uh, than The Apprentice. Uh, Vanessa Parkhill watching the program. She said Ronald Reagan. She also says had a ton of experience uh, as governor of California before running for president. I would make the I could make a very convincing argument that if anyone, and this is kind of tied to yesterday's show, anyone tied to Hollywood right now, perhaps Dwayne Johnson, The Rock would have the best chance of platforming why from Hollywood he, to president. Why do you think he would have the best chance of... Are you, are you, you're picking him out of every actor in Well, who, who, who would your suggestion be? Viewers and listeners, what are your suggestions? Put them in the feed, I'll relay them I'd, live on air. I'd vote for Keanu Reeves with Rock as the uh, vice. Uh, Keanu Reeves, fantastic. My favorite Keanu Reeves movie of all time was... I cannot believe I'm drawing a blank on this. One where he was an undercover sir, point break. Point Break, Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves were fantastic in Point Break. Have you seen yeah. that movie? Yeah. That movie's phenomenal. I Ab- saw it in the theater. Absolutely. You saw it in the theater? Yeah. Yeah, that movie's absolutely phenomenal. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has made comments in the past hmm. about president. About- Whether serious or not, he has made comments about that in the past. Which one? You would say Keanu over Dwayne? I just picked him out. Why would you say Dwayne over any other actor? Well, does he have specific qualifications, or just the fact that he's mentioned uh, considering the possibility? Holly Foster watching the program at Henrico. Ronald Reagan was governor for eight years. Trump had no government experience, and I agree with Judah about Kim Kardashian. No chance, she says. Carol says, by general popularity, I'd say Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a great call. Tom Hanks is a great call, Carol Thorpe. Yeah. Great call. Can we get Carol Thorpe's photo on screen, Holly Foster's photo on screen, Vanessa Parkill and Stephanie Wells Rhodes' photo on screen, and perhaps you can offer their power ranking number? Can I think we, we go, need to adjust the power rankings. Can we go one at a time? Yes. Why don't we go first with Carol Thorpe? Okay. What's her power ranking gonna... number? Uh, I don't have them. Oh, you don't have the power rankings. All right. I have the power rankings here. I've... Number nine, Carol Thorpe. You got her on screen? I've got them organized by alphabetically, so they're easy oh, to that's, find. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Uh, Stephanie Wells Rhodes, number 22 in the poll. She needs to climb the ladder with the contribution she's made lately. Can we get 22 on the poll, 22 on screen when you have a moment? She is on. Vanessa Parkhill needs to be on screen. She's number six in the family. That's a highly ranked individual watching the program, number six, Vanessa Parkhill. And Holly Foster needs to be on screen. Holly Foster, the queen of Henrico, watching in Henrico right down the road. Holly Foster is 24 in the family. Hello, Holly Foster. Rob Neal. <laughs> Rob Neal. Get Rob Neal's photo on screen. He needs a ranking. He's number 29 in the family, Rob Neal. Do you smell what the POTUS is cooking? <laughs> I like that reference to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Who would you guys, who would you could say could platform from... Hollywood into the White House. The reason I highlight Dwayne The Rock Johnson over Tom Hanks is because his potential for galvanizing uh, young millennials and Gen Zers. Hmm. Tom Hanks, I'm not sure, does he have the appeal to young millennials and Gen Zers? I mean, Tom Hanks at one time was the, was the, I don't think it's Tom Cruise. People are saying Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise got a little wackadoo for me. He's a nut. Yeah. He's a nutcase, and he's still tied with, uh, with the... Um, You're going to go to the Christian Scientology? Is it the, uh, the Scientologists? What's it called? Sci- the Scientologists, yeah. Scientologists, is that what you're going to go down? 
yeah, I'm, I don't want to touch that one. I'm not going to touch it, but I think that pretty much... Uh, that nixes him from your list, the Scientology. I, I think that nixes him from a lot of America's list. What he did to Joey Potter, a.k.a. Katie Holmes, was just... That was one of my schoolboy school crushes, Joey Potter from Dawson's Creek, Katie Holmes. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know who I know who she is. Yeah, I I didn't know that she was on. Uh, she was on Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I never watched that. You never watched Dawson's Creek? I think my sisters did. <laughs> I love Dawson's Creek. I'm Who's any Dawson's Creek fans out there? Let me know. Put them in the feed. Uh, Vanessa Parkhill says Trump leveraged his business success, his millionaire status, to become an author, then TV celebrity. Then he leveraged the celebrity status to get in the White House. That's 100 percent accurate. And he also had a. I'm, he also had a, a decent platform, at least to, I think, a lot of voters. It wasn't just that he said, vote for me, and they all did. Is, is Judah giving uh, uh, props to Trump here in Charlottesville? Is that akin? Um, Deep Throat, put Deep Throat's fo- uh, photo on screen. Deep Throat highlights that Ronald Reagan was a two-term governor in California before he ran for president. He had also been president of the Screen Actors Guild. This is, this is why Deep Throat's number one. You got Deep Throat's number one, photo on screen, number one yep. in the power rankings. He says, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Deep Throat says, uh, would, bring, would be bringing one aspect of idiocracy to life. In that movie, a former pro wrestler is the president. But hey, <laughs> in many respects, life is outrunning satire these days. <laughs> It's good to see Deep Throat uh, yesterday. Um, I enjoy running into him. Um, what is more akin to blasphemy in Charlottesville? We, we know how Charlottesville leans politically. What is more blasphemous to say in Charlottesville? Anything negative on Bodo's bagels mm-hmm. or anything positive on the former president who may win president again, Donald Trump? What is more blasphemous in Charlottesville? What is that's, the most blasphemous thing that you could do in Charlottesville? It's, I think that's pretty close. It's those I, two, right? But I think more people would be triggered by... Uh, Bodo's hate? No. More people triggered by Trump love than Bodo's hate. Yeah, especially now. I think we've got, um, we've got enough people, enough new people coming into Charlottesville that I think the, uh, the number of people that would defend Bodo's to the... Uh, the absolute you think are dwindling interesting because of the the transplants some would call them carpetbaggers that have come to charlottesville is what you're saying yeah uh john blair let's get john blair's photo on screen number two in the polls john blair says i think dwayne johnson would be a formidable candidate why because at least to this point he comes across as a common sense funny guy he doesn't strike ideological tone the only other actor that I think would be formidable as a candidate would be Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey would be a beast. <laughs> I mean, I can... He would be I a can, beast. I can see the, uh, the Saturday Night Live skits uh, for either of those outcomes in my mind. He would be... Matthew McConaughey would be tough to beat. Lily Garcia Walton, welcome to the program. <laughs> the Rock Thank would you. would be impossible to beat in a steel cage match. Um... Carol Thorpe says the most blasphemous thing you could say in Charlottesville would be to say anything positive about Jason Kessler. Yeah, that's, that's on the short list. The University of Virginia graduate and the man who archetyped um, A12, August 12th, August 11th, August 12th, 2017. Architected, what did I say? 
archetyped. Okay, architected, thank you, thank you. I mean, I think you could go a fair distance out of Charlottesville and not find anyone that would. Uh, Carly Wagner watching the photo, watching the show. Carly Wagner is a key member of the family, number three in the power poll. Let's get Carly's pick on screen. She says, all right, all right, I'd ro- all right, I'd vote for him in a heartbeat. Who, Carly, Dwayne or Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Carly strikes... All right, all right, all right. That's why. Matthew McConaughey from Days and Confused? That's what she's alluding to? That's I don't know. I, was, I think I, that's I what she's alluding to. I don't to. know. Is that, is that the Days and Confused <laughs> reference you're making right there, Carly? Because if that's the reference you're making with all right, all right, all right, I'd vote for him in a heartbeat. That was a fantastic comment. Days and Confused, an excellent, excellent movie. Excellent movie. Most blasphemous thing that you can say in Charlottesville. Is it props to Trump, negativity to Bodos, or props to Kessler? That's a short list right there. What else would be on that short list? Randy O'Neill watching the program. Is Randy O'Neill on the power pole? Randy O'Neill is not on the power pole. He might be earning power pole rankings soon. Uh, Randy has this comment. Trump had a successful bike race here in the 1990s. The Tour de Trump. Kane, Warner, and McCulloch. I never heard of that. He says the Kane, Warner, and McAuliffe UCI race in 2015 was a $40 million disaster. Mm. But he highlights that Trump had a successful uh, bike race here in the 1990s. I didn't know that. The Tour de Trump. I could totally see him naming it the Tour de Trump. A branding aficionado, if you you will. Vanessa Parkhill says, Jerry Miller, and don't forget Trump was a good New York Democrat for years, goes to show how our culture has shifted. Vanessa Parkhill dropping dimes on the uh, comment section. We appreciate you, Vanessa Parkhill. Um, is Bodo's the most beloved food and beverage brand in the community? Carly Wagner says, yes, it stays in confused. My husband says that line to me frequently. Okay, and she has the heart uh, eyes emoji right there. <laughs> uh, I like it, Carly Wagner. I like it. I think I would get along with your husband. Seems like a, a, a good kind of guy. Logan Wells, Clayla, welcome to the broadcast. Is, is, that, is that the most beloved brand, the food and beverage brand? It's pretty darn close if it's not. What could compete with Bodo's Bagels for food and beverage beloved status? In fact, what, and I'll even take it a step further. What is the most beloved local brand in Charlottesville, Virginia? Ginny Hu watching the program. Ginny Hu, let's get her photo on screen. Ginny Hu does not back down from anyone. Number four in the power poll, she says, oh, I have some Bodo's hate. You uh, Spill the tea, Ginny Hu. Spill the tea. What's your Bodo's hate, Ginny Hu? Um, Ginny Hu says, at least with Matthew McConaughey, he has a lovely accent to listen to, even if you don't agree with what he is saying. Ginny Hu, is that your Hollywood crush, Ginny Hu? Seems to be Carly's Hollywood crush. Is that yours, Ginny Hu? And what's the Bodo's hate? The extent of the Bodo's hate that I hear is they don't toast the bagels. Oh, yeah, that's a big one with me. You have beef with the no toast? Yeah. I also hear from time to time beef, uh, my wife highlights this, the microwaved eggs. Hmm. Like, for instance, we spent some time uh, on Long Island over uh, the holidays. We spent a week there, often do, between uh, after Christmas. Great time to be up there in the beach area of Long Island um, around the holidays. And there's a fantastic bagel deli. In fact, the bagel deli concept, the deli concept really is not here in Charlottesville. No. Don't you find that odd? There is not really a New York deli in Charlottesville. 
I think there's a smaller, a much smaller Jewish population here. I mean, it's... Wait, the Jew, you don't need a Jewish population for a New York deli. I'm Southern Baptist and I like a, a good New York deli. Well, you don't have to be Jewish to enjoy it, but it certainly helps to, uh, to have that kind of population in order for one to pop up. Unpack that for me. Why? I'm, it's... Deep Throat, I'm I very curious of your thoughts on this Deep Throat. They were largely run by, by Jewish people. I mean, in, California, in Los Angeles, we used to go to Solly's uh, when we visited, my, uh, when we visited my, my great aunt. She knew my dad loved Jewish deli, so she would, like, this lady is, has money. And she, it's not like she would get, you know... Mega, you know, she she wouldn't spend a lot of money on on food when we came to town. She would get a, a Jewish deli spread, and we'd have sandwiches, and they were great. Rye bread. I love I love sandwiches. Yeah, and, arguably one of my favorite foods, sandwiches. And you've got, I mean, you've got the same thing in New York. You've got a big uh, <coughs> a big population that uh, is not only going to go for that type of thing, but also start those types of. Outfits. I've always wondered why we haven't had the quintessential New York deli in Charlottesville, especially with the New Yorker population that's in Charlottesville. I think it's one of my dad's <coughs> biggest disappointments about Charlottesville. Well, your dad's got first world problems. <laughs> to, be, to be your dad, that's, that's living a good life. That's one of his biggest disappointments yeah, right there. No doubt. Um, I'm also disappointed to be frank, that there is no good... Think about it, viewers and listeners. There's a significant Yankee population in Charlottesville. Significant. Mm-hmm. You can't talk to someone out with, in Charlottesville without hearing ties to New York in some capacity. And there's no New York deli in Charlottesville. Yeah. I'm also surprised that no one, seeing the success of Bodo's Bagels, I personally am a huge fan of Bodo's Bagels, has not opened a competing bagel business. I mean, that's probably... There wasn't one in Barracks Road. I believe it was called Chesapeake Bagel. Viewers and listeners, hold Mm. me accountable if it was not Chesapeake Bagel in Barracks Road. I may be wrong with that name, but I think it was Chesapeake. Go ahead. It was also... uh, (coughs) Excuse me. For a little while on Water Street, there was Nosh. I think that was supposed to be ostensibly a little bit like a a Jewish deli. Carly Wagner says Padals in the North Barracks Shopping Center. Padals. I loved Padals. I loved Padals, Carly Wagner. Padals Deli in North Barracks, not Primary Barracks, but North Barracks, was a deli. And I would characterize that as relatively similar to a New York deli, Carly Wagner. They had fantastic sandwiches there. She highlights that. That place is closed. There was, in York Place, a Jewish deli for a short period of time. That wasn't Nosh, was it? Because Nosh was on the corner. Of- I think it was Nosh in York Place. She came on our show. Yeah, but that, I thought Nosh was on the corner of, uh, what is it, 2nd? Uh, 2nd second? Second and, uh, and Water? I'm going to try to Google I Love Seville Show and Jewish Deli and see what comes up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was called Nosh. Was it not? I, there was a Nosh, but it, I don't Modern think Nosh. Okay. Yeah, it was Modern Nosh. That lasted a couple of years. Was that impacted by COVID? I wonder, did that have ties or impact by COVID closing? That wasn't in uh, York Place, I don't think. 
Modernosh, yeah. I think it was a COVID closure. That was on the corner, though. That was in... Oh, okay. That was in York Place. That was on the corner. You're right. Yeah. That was right. That was adjacent to York Place on Water Street. It was pretty close. Yeah. You're 100% right. 100% right you are, Judah. Modern Nosh. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Deep Throat. Deep Throat says... Uh, he says, we Jews are the core customer base as well as often the proprietors. That's what I was saying. Definitely helps to have a Jewish population to get proper, as my grandparents used to call it, an appetizing store. We have so few Jews here that there's only one synagogue in central Virginia, Deep Throat says. The old joke is that you have zero or two. You need two, one to join and one to boycott. (laughs) (laughs) And a little Yiddish word of the day. Ah. Hey. <laughs> we forgot the Yiddish word of the day. You need to slide over here. I'm, I'm jumping in on your two shot. I'm going to need your Yiddish uh, skill set here. And a little Yiddish word of the day. Uh, Nashere? I've never heard of it. Nashere, but... the kind of food you nash on. Yeah. Do we bring back the Yiddish word of the day? Yiddish, uh, Yiddish word of the day? I don't know. Nashere, something to nash on. Uh, Ginny Hu says she's craving a pastrami on rye with a pickle spear on the side. I, oh, that's, where do you find that? You're making me hungry. You're making me hungry too. Carol Thorpe, I'm a Long Island native and it's a crime that you cannot get a decent freshwater bagel in this town. My wife says the same. Holly Foster says, and I love Bodo's. What's that? And get it toasted. Gosh, the toasting is so important to bagel lovers. Holly Foster says, I love Bodo's. Bring them back from Charlottesville every visit. I like mine toasted, which is why I take them home. We don't have a real New York Jewish deli in Richmond either. Hmm. Carol says, Chandler's Bakery, though not talked about often, is a beloved Albemarle Charlottesville food institution. I I got every one of my Matthews, that's her son's, birthday and special occasion cakes from ages 1 to 18 at Chandler's. That is a fantastic memory for you, Carol. You're an amazing mother. Matthew's a great young man and is part of you and your husband's fantastic parenting that has turned him into a fantastic young man. I sincerely mean that. Are you not surprised that there is not a competing bagel spot? I mean, and people say that I, even having this conversation, some would call it blasphemous. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit surprised, but I think, like, uh, like Deep Throat said, there, uh, you need to have, you need to have the the Jewish population to to shop there and create a need for that type of place. And you need to have enough of them that one of them or two of them would be willing to actually start a place like that. And then you've got to imagine the, uh, you got to imagine the hate that they would get from all of the, uh, the natives who, uh, who would, as you said, call it blasphemy that somebody was trying to create a, another bagel place. I mean, it would, I just don't know if you could get it off the ground. Riverside's an icon. There's competing hamburger joints, including with Riverside North, Martin's and the same shopping center. Yeah. Pizza. What's the pizza icon in town? Uh, I mean, probably. you just put a pizza parlor uh, list together. 
What's I mean, the pizza sauce? Is it Christian's? Christian's probably the name that most pe- most everybody knows. Now that Anna's number nine is closed on Maury Avenue, is it Christian's? Is that the icon? Could be, yeah. I mean, there's so many pizza spots everywhere. When another pizza spot opened, no one... Bats and I. Bats and I, right? Steakhouse, the Aberdeen Barn has been around for older than both you and I have been alive, probably. No well, one had beef when Black Cow Chop House opened. Yeah, but bagels are a little more... Uh, oh, I can't wait to hear this argument. Bagels Fanatical? Are, no, they're a little more niche than burgers. Burgers, you can... I mean, even if there was no local burger place in Charlottesville, you'd still have McDonald's and all the other fast food places that serve burgers. Doc, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. But in terms of bagels, where do you get bagels? There's not really any place that... Uh, that Bell and Belmont does bagels, although it's not their primary focus. The Shaughnessy Brothers. Yeah, but you don't hear about it. Like, I wouldn't have known about that unless you mentioned it. So the point being that it's not like you can just go somewhere and get bagels unless it's the grocery store. Uh, so, so first, the fact that, uh, the fact that Bodo's is known specifically for bagels. I mean, it's in the name, Bodo's Bagels. And second, the fact that they've, that they've successfully uh, opened three stores in strategic locations makes it, I think, pretty hard for someone to, uh, who would want to open something like a Jewish deli to be like, well... A Jewish deli is I, different than what Bodo's is. I know it is, but... A Jewish deli but, has the glass case, but somebody, got a ton of prepared foods. I mean, a Jewish deli would be this. I agree, it's different, but somebody considering opening one would seriously have to consider the fact that a lot of people would think that they were... That they were uh, Competing with Bodo's? Yeah. I disagree with that. Okay. I, I agree with the first thing that you said, where if someone opened a bagel-focused business the blasphemous nature or the ire of the community would come to the forefront big time. I agree with you on that. I disagree with you if someone opened a Jewish deli that that same ire that would be prevalent would also be prevalent with the Jewish deli. I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't necessarily think that people would boycott the place. The Jewish deli is a, is a, different, is a completely different I, concept I than a that. bagel-focused business. I get it. Uh, Carly Wagner says, I want to open a deli called Wick Cowers. Fresh uh, baked breads, local meats processed on the spot. Call it Vitkovers, and you, and you got a deal. And so a lot of folks think Wick had Jew, Judah's Jewish. He's not Jewish. Well, Jewish descent. Yeah, but not Jewish. Right. I'm not. Uh, you get this all the time, don't you? You've got this before on the talk show. It's it's complicated trying to explain to people that uh, that you can be Jewish and not Jewish. <laughs> like, like my ancestry is Jewish, but no, I'm not. Uh, I don't go to I don't go to temple, and I am actually a Christian. So yeah, I'm not Jewish. I I am, and I often call myself a religious mutt. My friends were Jewish. Mm. I was raised Southern Baptist. No, no, no. Excuse me. I I'm Southern Baptist. I went to Catholic school, and I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood. Hmm. Uh, Carly Wagner, Bodo's is also successful because they keep prices reasonable. Only place I can take three kids and get lunch for around 20 bucks as opposed to 50 even for fast food. I mean, try feeding a family of four yeah. at Chick-fil-A now. No doubt. You're at 50, 60 bucks. Really? 
How much is a chicken sandwich? Dude, you get the you get the uh, fried chicken sandwich with the fries. I don't think I've ever eaten at Chick Fil A. What? <laughs> you say stuff on the show that just blows my mind. <laughs> this goes on the short. We need to keep this list. Can you open a create a list of this things that Judah has not done? <laughs> we need to take watching the movie Elf off the list because you recently watched that over the holidays, right? I did. Okay, what was on the list? Seriously, let's create a list here. <laughs> things Judah Wickhauer has not done. Number one on the list is he's never had a photo with Santa Claus in his entire life. Not even as a child. That right there is, breaks my heart. Legitimately breaks my heart and makes me sad. That you have not had a Santa Claus photo in your entire life. I don't think I ever Do we felt... call Child Protective Services on your parents for that? Not for that. Not for that. <laughs> what are you alluding to over there? Your parents watch the show. Yeah, sometimes. What are you alluding to here? Uh, you know, Someone the, get Jim and Ann in the mix over here. The beatings. The, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm He's joking. never had a photo with Santa I'm Claus. Joking. That's number one on the list. Number two on the list was he's never seen the Will Ferrell movie Elf. We have to take that off the list because you saw it, what, two weeks I ago? Saw, I saw it over Christmas Saw it over Christmas? Break. Over Christmas break? So that's off the list. Number three is Judah Wickhauer has never eaten at Chick-fil-A. I may have had a, a Chick-fil-A brought to me, but I've never <laughs> gone there. I've just never, like... Rob Neal, that is you, Rob. James Watson, which restaurant is most efficient, Chick-fil-A or Bodo's? Dude, that's a very difficult call. That is a difficult call, especially uh, since I've never been to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong person over there. Yeah. I can answer that question. I would, Bodo's is amazingly efficient. They are. That's a great question, James I mean, Watson. Can we get James Watson's photo on screen? He's number five in the power poll. Let's get James Watson on screen. Holly Foster is absolutely flabbergasted that you have never had a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich or had a photo with Santa Claus. You're breaking the hearts of people outside in our viewer and listenership. Sorry. Uh, and it's pronounced Nash Arai, deep process. Nash Arai, the Yiddish word, food you nash on. He says, think a Jewish jelly would have to be more a place you go to to buy stuff to take home rather than picking up a single bagel to go. Bingo. You know, whitefish, lox, chopped liver, beef tongue. <laughs> one of the things that they had with the deli spread at my, uh, <clears throat> my great aunt Leona's um, before her passing was, uh, one of the things she got was, was beef tongue. I'm not going to read your last comment right there, Deep Throat. I'm not, I often, uh, not often, uh, from time to time, I edit uh, some of Deep Throat's commentary. I'm not reading that last comment, Deep Throat. Uh, I will be uh, turned into another meme if I do that. Um, add to the list. What, 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 which one should we add to the list, Stephanie? I respect your opinion. Let me know which one to add to the list. James Watson wants us to focus on the most efficient, Chick-fil-A or Bodo's. I will focus, I will say it's the most efficient is Chick-fil-A for this reason. They've got to do drive through as well. Exactly. Because Chick-fil-A is uh, banging out a drive through as well. And not only is Chick-fil-A banging out a drive through but they have two drive through lanes in their drive through Yeah. Not only is Chick-fil-A managing two drive through lanes in their drive through they somehow are staffing and keeping people happy while standing in the parking lot of the drive-thru in the hot and in the cold, inhaling exhaust fumes, 
literally standing in between cars in a drive-thru, risking their feet getting run over, and the people that are help expediting the orders at Chick-fil-A, often teenagers, do it with a smile on their face. I don't, whoever, whatever the Kool-Aid they're drinking. That's what I said about Wawa, and that's why they uh, converted me. I went in there, and the people were always smiling and friendly. Not like Chick-fil-A. Wawa's got the cheapest gas in town. That too. How the heck does Chick-fil-A get teenagers that are going through puberty, teenagers, standing outside in a double drive-through in inclement weather, rain, snow, heat, inhaling exhaust fumes, risking their toes getting run over, and smiling and providing service that is incredibly efficient. It's probably Stephanie Wells Road says it needs to be on the list that you've never been to Chick-fil-A. James Watson says, did you ever go through the COVID version of Bodo's when they created a drive-thru? Yes, I did. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Neil Williamson says, Bodo's is more efficient on Sundays. That's when they're staffed heavier on Sundays. I've seen them on Sundays. I've seen Bodo's bagels, uh, the Preston Avenue location, the line literally wrapped out the door. Mm-hmm. Past the newspaper stands. I love newspaper stands. I love newspapers. I love print media. Wrapped around the corner in the parking lot, I've stood in that line and I've got my food and been back in my car in less than 20 minutes. It's a shame that my dad is so, uh, is so averse to waiting uh, because there was one Sunday after church when he insisted we go get Bodo's. So we pull into the, uh, the Preston uh, parking lot of Bodo's and immediately I can tell that we're not stopping there. So then I, because I'm following them. And so next I follow them to the, uh, the 29 uh, Bodos, where the line is even longer out the door. And uh, at that point it was like, okay, where are we going? Ginny um, <clears throat> Who. Oh my word, no photo with Santa Claus. And no Chick-fil-A for Judah? People are, this is, their, their minds are blown right now. I guess. Their minds are blown. She says, when she was little, I loved going to the Jewish deli for gummy bears and Dr. Brown's black mm. cherry soda. Uh, Ginny Hu says, my eldest worked at Chick-fil-A in high school. They hire a ton of homeschoolers. That is awesome. Uh, one of the meme accounts that likes to go after me says, oh, Chick-fil-A must be a favorite amongst your viewership. They famously divert some of their revenue to fight LGBTQ rights. We're just talking about the chicken sandwich. <laughs> right. I'm talking about milkshakes and milkshakes and chicken nuggets and drive-throughs <laughs> and service efficiency. And this meme account turns this into um, famously diverting some of their revenue. That's why I never eat there. 2024. 2024 in America, ladies and gentlemen. Right there. Maria Marshall Barnes, Chick-fil-A employee training should be the requirement for all fast food. We would have the joke during COVID with the administration, with the, uh, the administering of COVID shots, that Chick-fil-A should be administering the shots. Yeah. Their service model should be administering the COVID shots during the pandemic. Holly Foster says, Zucky's Deli in Santa Monica, California was the best Jewish deli outside New York. That's what I grew up on. I need to take Judah to the Santa breakfast at Boar's Head this year. My treat. Mm. Wow. The Santa brunch at Boar's Head was fantastic. I've been a number of times. It's excellent. Stephanie Wells Rhodes has made uh, lasting memories at this Santa brunch as well. You could get photo with Santa, and it's an incredible spread. It is a little pricey. It is a little pricey, but it's about the memories at that time of year. 
the Jewish deli concept that I would propose would be this. It would be, have you been to the deli in the back of Foods of All Nations? The grocery store on Ivy Road? Uh, not specifically. I've uh, only been in Foods of All Nations. You've never twice. been in Foods of All Nations? I said I've only been in there like once or twice. Okay, because I was about to add that to the list. Have you been in Foods of All Nations? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. About to like, blow my mind over here. <laughs> um, if you've been in Foods of All Nations... The back deli is fantastic, where they have pre-prepared meats, pre-prepared foods, excuse me, food to go. I think they have a salad bar back there. It's a mm. deli. They got cheeses. They got hams. They got turkeys. They got chicken salad, tuna salad. They got pasta salad, all kinds of good stuff. I want to see an entrepreneur launch a New York-style deli that blends that Foods of all nations, deli experience. There goes the mayor right there. Look, he's got a fresh haircut. See how it's high and tight in the back? He's looking good, right? Yeah. Oh, that's a former mayor. Excuse me. Current mayor is Juan Diego right. Wade. Yeah. Don't you? Juan Diego Wade. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, a Jewish deli or a New York deli that blends foods of all nations experience with a Bodo's experience and with a Little John's experience. So it's Little John's, Bodo's, and the back deli of Foods of All Nations have a menage a trois, and the birthed baby is this New York deli, and it, could be, it would be a smash success. It would be a smash success. You see this often in New York. I was all over at Goldberg's on Long Island. There's a number of Goldberg's locations in New York, Long Island. It's a fantastic experience. Another thing I want to highlight, and I'm going to catch some heat for this, the New York bagel is often a much larger bagel. The Bodo's bagel, which is dynamite. I'm not throwing shade on Bodo's. I love Bodo's. I love Bodo's. I love Bodo's. I love the price point. I love the service efficiency. I love the tuna salad. I love the chicken salad. I love the freshness of the bagels. I love the family-friendly nature. I love the fact that there's Bodo's strategically positioned, as Judah highlighted, all over town. No one can misconstrue what I'm saying here. I love Bodo's. I am a Bodo's fan. Do not say I'm being blasphemous about Bodo's. (laughs) Being blasphemous about Bodo's in this town is akin to some of the worst things that you could say. I'm not, I love Bodo's. Talking ill about the Pope in Rome? <laughs> exactly. Bingo. But I will say this. I would like to see a toasted bagel. Obviously, you do as well. I would oh, yeah. like to see the bagel cut in half all the way. Oftentimes when I'm getting the bagel and I pull it and it's not cut half all the way, all the insides get pulled when I try to pull it apart. You haven't noticed that? They don't cut it in half all the way through. You're talking about just getting a bagel? Or a bagel sandwich. And it's the bottom part of the bagel, the bottom layer of the bagel, is still attached to the other side, so when you pull it apart, the insides come out. Hmm. That frustrates me from time to time. And then also, the bagels could be a little bit larger. Is that fair? I think that's fair. The bagels can be a little bit larger. Vanessa Parkhill says Bodos would do well on pan tops. Carly Wagner said she had never eaten at Chick-fil-A until she had kids, and she's never seen Elf. Wow. Carly, we would also love to know where you worked, where you were paying your college tuition on Friday and Saturday nights in college and only working Friday and Saturday nights. That's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. 
Um, Rob Neal says, Foods of All Nations is on par with Bodo's for pricing per quality. I concur. Foods of All Nations is amazing. Carol Thorpe says, I've got to ask this. Has Judah ever ridden up and down the escalator at Michael's? I worked there for a short time. So, yes, I have been okay. those escalators quite a few times okay. and down them. The only, the only escalator, this is a trivia question I like to ask often. The only escalator in Charlottesville City Limits is the escalator in Michael's. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Can you think of another escalator in town? Randy O'Neill says, Jewish mother in Virginia Beach was closed. They tried to franchise to Williamsburg, but it floundered. I know the Jewish mother well, hmm. very well. Um, Ginny Hu says, let's take bets on how long it takes before a viewer shows up at the studio with a chicken sandwich for Judah. Hey. <laughs> this guy's... <laughs> I like the sound of this. I know. <laughs> Judah likes the sound. This guy's got the appetite of, of a, a football team over here. Not that I ever actually eat that way. You have a voracious appetite. Yeah, but I just don't usually unleash it. I've seen you unleash it. Yeah, occasionally. It's voracious, it's aggressive, it's tenacious. I look over when you are eating and you're hungry, I'm like, he's devouring the food. Really? Oh, many times. You're like the alpha wolf in the pack that insists on eating the entire hind leg, some of the ribs and some of the butt before anybody else in the pack gets any cuisine. My grandmother hated me. Hated you? I was, because I eat so slow. I mean, you do a lot of things extremely she, methodically. She would... Extremely methodically. The, my, my the exact opposite of how I do things. My grandmother would not let us order dinner. Until she had had at least one or two more drinks, which could take anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Then, of course, you've got to wait for the, the food to actually arrive. And she would take two or three bites and be done. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm enjoying eating at a nice restaurant, which I don't always get to do. And so I would be taking my time and... Oh, she'd, she'd get angry sometimes. My wife highlights the escalator in Stonefield. Jim Beams will do that to you. I will, I will say, sweetheart, the escalator in Stonefield is Almora County. It's not city of Charlottesville. She is right. There is an escalator there, but that is yep. Stonefield. Um, that is Almora County. That is not uh, city of Charlottesville. Mm. She says, Jerry, believe it or not, Bice Hall has an Einstein Brothers bagels. I did not know that. Hmm. Bice Hall on UVA grounds has an Einstein Brothers bagels. I did not know that. I think it's Einstein. Einstein. What did I say? Einstein. I say words funny. <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> I did not know that, John Blair. And he says there is an escalator at Charlottesville Airport. Yes, there is, my friend. That is Almaro County. Yep. The only escalator in the city of Charlottesville is in Michaels. John Blair making the program better. I love when you watch the show, John Blair. Sincerely mean that. Yeah, I think he knows that. Um, he makes the program better. All you guys make it better. All we want to do is be the, the conductors. You guys are the talent, the viewers and listeners. You guys are the talent. All right. Einstein Bagels, a truly poopy franchise that serves frozen bagels from Deep Throat. 100% yunk. Well, and he says, beef tongue? No way. I will not eat anything that tastes me back, that can taste me back. <clears throat> I would have said the same thing, but uh, uh, La Michoacana changed my mind. La Michoacana's got beef tongue tacos. Yeah, I had the, I, I 
One time I went there, got the tacos uh, on a whim, decided to try the beef tongue, and I never looked back. That's what I get there every time I go. And <clears throat> like I said, my, uh, my great aunt would order those deli plates whenever we came to visit, and I would never try the beef tongue. Same reason. Vanessa Parkhill says she's a slow eater, too. She can relate to you. Slow eaters frustrate me. I like to enjoy my food. You do everything methodically. Yeah. You know that, right? Most stuff, yeah. I do everything... I'm waiting for you to fill in that. I ain't touching that with a 10-foot pole. You're not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Good to see you guys. Love you guys, too. Thank you. It's a talk show. I want you to give a little. Uh, Ginny Who says, oh, my word, I laughed so loud at Deep Throat's comment that my kids yelled from the other room to ask what is going on. Deep Throat. Deep Throat making ladies laugh on the talk show. I love it, Deep Throat. Ginny Who's enjoying your commentary. Uh, Deep Throat is a funny guy. He's, he's, he's a very mm-hmm. funny guy. Yeah. I think I've mentioned before he's a guy, right? I think so. Okay. He's a very funny guy. All right. So... A couple of items out of the notebook. Before we get to the items out of the notebook, hey, one second. Um, I think we said 145 here. Still doing the show. Yeah. Um, I got a business meeting. We said, oh, 130. Yeah, she's eight minutes early. She's waiting outside in the cold. I feel bad. Um, I could unlock the door and let her in. No, we said 130. Okay. Said eight, 130. Um, Judah found this. We need to highlight this. I want to give some props to Charlottesville High School. Uh, about a month ago on the talk show, we highlighted on the show that Charlottesville High School may have not handled an alleged sexual assault correctly to the point where Mike Cotchis and Joe Plantania, the police chief and Commonwealth attorney, wrote a letter to um, Superintendent Dr. Royale Gurley about yeah. how they handled the incident and the fact that it wasn't reported to the proper authorities. Yeah. Um, the proper authorities, the police chief and the Commonwealth attorney, have now said that Charlottesville Public Schools handled it correctly. So I think what's going to happen moving forward is Charlottesville Public Schools is going to make sure it reports stuff moving forward. But for the record, Joe Plantania and Mike Cotchis have said that after further review, everything is on the up and up. Yeah. So props to Dr. Royale Gurley, uh, the superintendent, and Charlottesville Public Schools. When we give them heat, we give them props as well. They do something tough, we highlight it. They do something well, we highlight it. I also want to... They, ha- they still should have known that, that it would have been... That it was improper to not, uh, to not report it. I, and I don't think that's ever going to happen again. <laughs> After this, I don't think that's ever going to happen again. Yeah. I think Dr. Gurley learned the lesson the hard way. Yeah. Um, I heard this from one of my friends. He goes, oftentimes, the hard way is the right way. Except when you're not reporting alleged sexual assaults. Do it the right way, not the hard way. Um, Judah highlighted this. The swatting penalties, the punishments for swatting are going to become way more severe. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Swatting is when you call in a threat that's a fake threat and it causes the resources of a community's police force or fire department or rescue squad or, or others to respond to this fake threat. A bomb threat is a good example. Yeah. The fact that the punishments for swatting weren't more severe 
boggles my mind. I, you know, I think it was... Uh, I think for a long time it was probably a, a prank for the most part. I think it was uh, a way of, you know, getting everybody out of the school. That, you know, some kid calls in a, a bomb threat and everybody gets to go stand outside for a half an hour or however long. I think... I think we're in a new era, and not only is it uh, not only is it people calling these things into schools, but it, it's also people calling this on other people, like, oh hey, uh, you know, so and so at this address has uh, you know is waving around a shotgun. Well, that that could have seriously seriously terrible consequences if a group of cops go go up to somebody's home expecting to find someone waving a shotgun around. Oh. They're, they're going to go in with their guns drawn, and I, you, you, can imagine, you can imagine some of those outcomes are, you know, whether or not the... Potentially the, catastrophic. Yeah, whether or not the cops are, are in the right or the wrong in any particular instance. If cops are going into someone's home thinking that they're, they're up against an armed... Uh, an armed gunman. We get it. The chances that something bad could happen. And so I'm glad that uh, Virginia is now going to consider these types of... They're going to consider swatting a... Severe. I, no, I think they're going to consider it a felony. They should. And they're also going to... I think it's got a, a maximum 10-year ten um, sentence. And the uh, the person that commits it would also have to uh, would also have to cover the cost that you and I and everybody else would normally cover by having you know police or fire services uh, wasting their time and resources Dr. John Shabe watching the program he's the owner of Pro Renata he says he's trying to do a New York deli down here mm-hmm. with Dino Dino's deli help me push him Dino could do a New York deli Nice. I mean, Dino's got four stalls at Dairy Market. He's, Dino's got the rotisserie chicken. Yeah. He's got the pizza. He's got mm-hmm. the pasta. And he's got Moo Through. Yeah. I was having this conversation with Deep Throat. Dino, his four stalls, Star Hill, and maybe the Citizen Burger Bar are carrying the load at Dairy Market. Yeah. We got a first-time commenter on LinkedIn Conan Owen, who says the Chick-fil-A staff training should be taught to every high school junior as a citizenship class. It's amazing what they're doing there. It's absolutely, absolutely amazing. All right. I don't want to keep my 130 waiting in the cold any longer. Still, it's 127, so I don't think I'm being rude. This is the I Love Seville show on a Thursday afternoon. His name is Judah Wickhauer. Do we have a, a sign-off that you're giving of any kind? Uh, Shout-out to an, a woman, a, a Central I was just Virginia. hoping for a gesture, but if you want to commentate, you can't. Can okay. we just keep... No, 20... No, shout out to... What's the shout out? Uh, she, she recently reached 106 years of age. 106? I, I think that's pretty spectacular. That's amazing. I yeah. would love to live to 106. Yeah. All right, perfect way to close. Shout out to the 106-year-old nameless woman yeah. on the I Love Seville show for Judah Wickhauer, who's never been to Chick-fil-A and does not have a photo with Santa Claus... My name is Jerry Miller, who's eaten entirely too much Chick-fil-A and got a photo taken with Santa Claus a mere three weeks ago. This is the I Love Sevo Show. So long, everybody.